0: Hi everybody and welcome to Criminal Discourse Podcast. My name's Maddie and I'm Trish. And today we're going to be telling you all about the story of Margaret Bill Allen. So, this is a story of a a woman who was very early on had kind of decided that she did not want to be a woman. So, it's a very early um, you know, situation of trans. So, she was a trying to think what's
1: the PC way like a transvestite
0: first yes so officially yes she
1: would have been a transvestite So so she dressed she was a woman but dressed as a man
0: yes okay so she was a woman who dressed as a man and we think based on you know the way that she lived her life and everything we think that today she would have been considered transgender and that she wanted to be transgender but at the time the surgeries and everything that would require that weren't really a possibility
1: okay and what time
0: are we talking about here so she was born in 1906 oh. um, we are in England she was child 20 out of 22 I'm sorry what she was child 20 out of 22 so imagine that you pushed 22 children oh no out no. this would be number 20
1: you wouldn't even have to push at that <laughs> point <laughs> it's just a I, water slide I think it would just come straight out so and granted this was a different time you said the early 19 19- Nineteen hundreds, yes, nineteen hundreds. So, I know bigger family, but they were the Duggars before the Duggars.
0: Yes, and they lived in in a lot of poverty. It wasn't a good situation. Well, you have twenty two mouths <laughs> to feed. I don't. <laughs> so they lived. So have you seen the Netflix movie Angela's Christmas? No. Okay. So for some reason Netflix decided that it was going to put out like all of these depressing stories recently like these short movies so one of them is Angela's Christmas and for some reason my little one was obsessed with this movie all winter long and it's the story of this little girl and they live in this like you know how they have those brick houses that are just really lined up but like they don't even have a bathroom like it's just kitchen beds coal fire that's it. That's it. And so it's just like rows of houses like this. And so they live in this little house and they have like hardly any coal for a fire. And they open the movie with the little baby not having a jacket. So each child has to like, the big kid has to give to the little kid, has to give to the little kid. And then the oldest kid ends up with no jacket. And he's just like, it's okay, mom. I'll survive.
1: Did Were there 22 of them?
0: No, there were four? Four that's, of them?
1: That's still a lot.
0: But it really sets the scene. you yeah. know. Yeah. And it's depressing, and I've had to watch this movie like 15 to 20 times, and it makes me want to cry every time. Was there a
1: good part to this Christmas story? Like they got jackets or coal, Um, or they moved out of their depressing housing situation?
0: No, they just really realized that we don't need money what they do, <laughs> you,
1: do to, you need co- money to buy coal so
0: anyway i just feel if you've seen that movie that's where we are okay. So these row houses no bathroom it's like outhouses just it's just not and there's 22 children
1: okay i just still can't write anyway. my mind around 22
0: so she works as a in the mill when she's a child and she only has an elementary education <laughs> so as she gets older like by her early teens late teens is when she really starts to like cut her hair short. She only wants to be known by Bill. She doesn't want to go by Margaret, which is her given name. And she just really tries to adopt the the more masculine personality. As she gets older, it's sort of like, it almost seems by the description that people gave, which granted, I'm sure was biased as well, because it wasn't something that was
1: known right. at the
0: time you wasn't know? accepted wasn't accepted there we go so she was like very boisterous very loud like out in the bars and i think she was almost like trying to make herself the extreme of masculine like almost right. a caricature of masculine to make it yes, yes. to make it more accepted okay. <laughs> so anyway so she's had like different jobs kind of you know entry level almost menial she worked as a post office worker at one point she was a bus conductor but she got fired from that job because Because apparently when people didn't get off the bus fast enough, she would hit them upside the head.
1: That is not good customer service. It's not.
0: That's why she was let go. lost that job. But I just think that's, could you you imagine like on a bus and you're not getting up fast enough and the driver just comes and like hits you upside the head?
1: That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Nowadays. Nowadays.
0: So she works all these jobs, you know, she's kind of going along in life. And by her early 40s, she had some sort of illness. Now it's really not clear what illness she had. But she had something where she wasn't able to work anymore. So she was on welfare, on sick pay, just a very sort of already this life that's not been all that great is just getting worse. Um, She had some sort of surgery, which some people are like kind of supposing that it was a gender change. A reassignment surgery surgery from back then? Yes. Okay. But then they're like, well, no, because one, she didn't have any money. And two, even like back then, it was such a complicated surgery that you wouldn't just go in and have gender reassignment sorry like it just didn't happen back so Anyway, so she was sick, basically. She's not working anymore. She's at home. Apparently, even with, you know, the welfare and sick
1: pay, she's not making ends meet. Is she living on her own? Yes. And we shouldn't say she. We should probably say he. He. He is living on his own. So he's not in the household with the other 21 siblings. No.
0: And apparently, so as he got older and decided that he wanted to be Bill, his family really rejected him. So he, like, didn't have any family. He only had one friend. That I was able to find. And she will come into the story as well a little bit. But okay. um yeah, really didn't have a whole lot of people. Like it's just a, a very bad situation. And and you can even imagine, like, even now, it's sometimes hard to find acceptance with you know, being trans. Back then, I could not even imagine how difficult it would be. And your family rejecting you, no friends, you know, and it's just not
1: just one or two family members. 22. <laughs> and twenty two. Twenty twenty one. 21, yes, because, yes. Plus parents. Plus parents.
0: So he is in this sort of bad situation. He's starting to accumulate debt. He's looking at being evicted from his house. It's just not good. Apparently, from the one friend that he did have, her name was Annie Cook. And she says, you know, at this point, he was smoking all the time, wasn't sleeping. Just his health was getting worse. It was just awful. So enter neighbor Nancy. Neighbor Nancy You know, she is a, an older woman and she's a housekeeper. Now, when I first heard housekeeper, I was like, "Does she like cleaning? But no, I think it was more the housekeeper where like you're maintaining the home. Like you're ordering around. I don't think she didn't live in the houses that she was keeping, but it was like her organizing the household type of thing. Like the manager. Right, more of that, because she was apparently pretty well off, and she was known to be a little bit eccentric, like walking around with loads of cash in her purse and all this, and she was just everybody knew that she probably was probably not
1: safe to do in a lower socioeconomic environment that you' described, <laughs> yeah, probably not
0: um and there was actually one I found it interesting, so one of the men that she worked for when he passed away left her four houses. Wow. Yeah. So then she ended up renting out the houses, which also to her wealth, because then she was collecting rent on them. So anyway, so Nancy and Bill meet. Apparently, it was like a mutual acquaintance or they were at some sort of social gathering, something like that. And then they start to, like, run into each other because, again, they live in the same area. It's, you know, the 1940s. I'm sure most of the time they're on foot, whatever, in that area where they were. So they keep running into each other. And Nancy is just getting more and more to be a nosy Nancy. One day. um, Now, did
1: Nancy, I hate to interject, did Nancy know that Bill was not a man?
0: Yes, it was very well-known community. I even found some articles from newspapers when all of this happened. And the way that they described it, which they gave the name Maggie, because Margaret Maggie, right. and that's what the, his given name was. And so they said, you know, everybody knows him. You've all seen him in the town. And, you know, it was very well-known that he was, in fact, Margaret. So on the morning of August 22nd, around 4 a.m., A bus is going down the road and sees what looks like a pile of rags, like in the headlights. So they stop to look and kind of investigate. And it turns out it is Miss Nancy Chadwick.
1: Who is under the pile of rags or she is the rags? She is the pile of rags. She is the pile of rags.
0: Yes. So she's laying out on the street. Obviously, you know, she's been murdered. And they described it as it was apparent that Nancy Chadwick had suffered a frenzied attack with a heavy implement.
1: Okay, so bludgeoned.
0: Yes, bludgeoned with something we don't know yet. Obviously, right away, because of her reputation of being wealthy and carrying cash around, the automatic assumption was that somebody had robbed her and killed her and left her in the street. So the police start kind of interviewing the neighborhood, but they suspect Bill pretty early on because there are, in fact, drag marks from his house to where the body lay.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty good indicator. Yeah. That's a trail.
0: Definitely. They bring him in for questioning, and the first time around, he says, you know, I saw Nancy, you know, yesterday. We just said hi, and then she went on her way. So they kind of keep on him because, Mm -hmm. obviously, they suspect him. Then the next day, they come in for another statement, and he's like, oh, well, actually, okay, what I told you before isn't really what happened. So I'm going to try to give the shortened paraphrase version of what he then described to the police. So he was coming out of his house on Saturday about 20 past nine in the morning when Nancy came around the corner and asked if that's where he lived and if she could come in. He told her that he was going out and that he couldn't, like, she couldn't come in because he was leaving. He said he was in a funny mood and she just got on his nerves. And even though she hadn't said anything, So then she just continued to press on. So she's keeping on like, can I come in? Kind of pushing her way into the house. And so she finally gets in the house and then he looks around and apparently they're like chatting in the kitchen and he sees a coal hammer. He then proceeds to, because of his funny mood, hit her with the coal hammer once. And then she screamed and apparently that set him off and he continued to bludgeon her to death. Once she's he kind of goes up and tries to go to sleep he falls asleep and then he wakes up like three in the morning kind of like oh my god what did i do and trying to figure out kind of what next steps are because i have a
1: dead body in my house.
0: so he comes down and apparently his first plan was to take her down to the river which was pretty close like right behind the houses i think Mm -hmm. and apparently when he tried to get her there she was just too heavy so he just left her in the street but he says it really wasn't for the money so the defense really can't say not guilty because, again, he just confessed to what really happened. So they try to go with a guilty but insane argument. And they say that he was under so much stress with the illness and financial troubles and that when Nancy pushed her way into the house, it just set him off and he went into this frenzied attack. So the, the friend, again, that we had mentioned, Annie Cook, which some yes. people suppose or are thinking that they were in fact intimate but i think that it's there's no real evidence to that it was more just the fact that she was like a 30 year old woman and bill was bill and because they were friends and out all the time they just assumed that they were lovers. they were a couple yes so she testifies and says that um bill did have funny turns and headaches and that this was kind of a a thing something that was going on for a while and was getting worse and worse the funny mood Um, but then the medical officer says they couldn't find any signs of physical or mental disease it just is what it is so the jury took a total of 15 minutes wow not a long time No, to convict and sentence him to be hanged this is probably one of those situations where had it been today he would have been taken out of the local community to be tried a change of
1: venue yeah change of
0: venue he is sentenced to be hanged, and the friend again annie tries to get a petition together to say you know this shouldn't happen he he shouldn't be hanged because at this point there weren't a whole lot of people hanged anyway and especially which is what the court considered that it was a woman so it just didn't happen a lot i think that before this i think the last time was like 12 years prior or something it wasn't a current occurrence and so she tries to get this petition together, but she could only get 112 people to sign the petition.
1: And how big was this area, like population-wise? Like thousands.
0: But nobody, again, there's that bias right. that comes back into it. So on January 12, 1949, she was hanged. And the prison chaplain said that she was a woman with plenty of grit, and she faced it as a man would. And I felt the whole thing was bestial and brutal she was well prepared and behaved like a man in fact she had more guts than most men i have seen and there was a whole um in in that that was from an article from a newspaper from the time and they even said that ever since then like the warden of the prison had all of these emotional problems and like distress about having hanged her
1: and a sad one it is it's there's I mean, no good not that any of our cases will be lighthearted but well and it's just that like Thinking about this person that
0: struggled, like, through every part of his yes, life. Yes,
1: not accepted by his family, to be transgendered back in the early 1900s. I can't even imagine. And then to really have no support, but had one friend. And it sounds like this friend stuck with him to the end. Like, she visited him up until,
0: like, the day. Oh. Yeah, she, like, was by Sometimes maybe that's
1: all you need is just one. One person to not, you know, fall into the bias to see you for who you are, regardless of what your anatomy says. So at least yay for Annie Cook. Yeah, yay for Annie yeah. Cook. I'm everyone else in the
0: story kind of sucks, <laughs> pretty much. If we're
1: doing losers and MVPs, <laughs> everyone yeah. but Annie. All right. Wow, that was a good, that was a good little mini teaser. Anything before we go? What would be? Do the... Do we
0: have life lessons?
1: Life, let be
0: kind. I have a good one. Okay. Okay, so my life lesson is think like a Dalmatian. And when you drag a body out in front of your house, at least cover up the drag marks. Like in 101 yeah. Dalmatians, yeah. they run through the snow. Like and, and they thought, like, let's take a branch right quick and, go. and cover this up.
1: Not to give tips for people looking to dispose of bodies. Well, no, but right. just life lessons. Think I'll like a Dalmatian. Think like a Dalmatian. But I would also go with you do not know what anybody's struggling with. That's you know, true. Just, yes. Just be kind. Not that they weren't guilty. I'm not going to say he wasn't guilty. No, he definitely he was. Committed murder. Granted, I think there was mental health issues there that were not addressed. I don't think should have been hung. No. At least at least life in prison or you know something along or that line. Get help. Like get, right.
0: yeah right. something. Because again, I mean, obviously it wasn't. It wasn't a case where he was looking do this are we giving a little much too too much credit to the
1: murderer yeah we are so don't kill even if you're upset thank you everybody for listening to this latest mini teaser we hope you will join us we our plan is by august 5th to be launching our formal kickoff for our criminal discourse podcast in the meantime you can join us
0: on facebook twitter or instagram Great. And what should they, when they go on Facebook, what
1: should they look for?
0: Criminal Discourse Podcast. And we'll put it in the show notes as well. Okay, yeah. And do we have a website yet? No, we do not.
1: So don't go there. Don't don't (laughs) go go there. (laughs) Go on Facebook. All right. Till next time, everybody. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to give us some feedback, please do. Make it constructive. This is something new to us, as you can tell. So we want you to take care, be safe, but also be kind. Till next time, guys. Bye.